0: Hi filmmakers, thanks a lot for stopping by. We're going to talk about some wonderfully awesome stuff today including how movie distributors think and and we're going to dive in really big time into the business, so I think you're going to get some really good stuff out of it. Before we get too far, uh, for those of you just getting to know me, my name is Jason Brubaker. Aside from running the very popular filmmaking website, filmmakingstuff.com, I've also produced feature films, and most importantly, I've worked professionally in video on-demand distribution for about the past five years, and if you've ever wondered how movie distributors think about you, your projects, your movies, and the business in general, today is absolutely your lucky day. In our short time together, I'm going to reveal the very secrets that movie distributors do not want you to know, and frankly, they're pe- they're praying you never find out. And the good movie distributors that are watching this video or listening to this audio, you know, they're going to agree with a lot of the stuff I'm telling you. But the bad movie distributors, and believe me, unfortunately, there are quite a few unscrupulous distributors out there. They're probably going to send me really mean emails. And, uh <laughs> Frankly, it's not the first time that happened. So, by the end of our short time together, you're gonna be armed with a whole bunch of movie distribution ammo, and the reason for it's pretty simple. I want it so that when movie distributors come up to you and they're approaching you and they wanna acquire your movie, I want them to know that they can never cheat you. I mean, some of them might try to cheat you, but you're gonna be ready for it. Before we go there, let's get one thing absolutely straight. This is a core fundamental truth. Your audience is your business. And without an audience, you have no business. The other thing that I need to add before we dive too far into this is advances in production technology. Make it so that everybody and their brother and their sister are producing movies. And movies are being made at an alarming rate. And frankly, the the industry as a whole is oversaturated with movies. And I'm not saying they're necessarily good movies. I'm just saying there's a lot of movies out there. And what that means for you is you are absolutely responsible for sourcing your own audience. And this doesn't rely, you know, it doesn't come back to the sales agent. It's not their responsibility anymore. In terms of the distributor, as we're going to get into this, I'm going to tell you they're going to say really great things to you, but it is not their responsibility to source an audience, and it certainly is not their responsibility for the PR company to help you find an audience for your movie. Now, don't get me wrong. All of these services can add tremendous value to your project, but ultimately, the one thing that matters the most is your audience, and let's emphasize the word your. I... And if this is not making sense just yet, uh, just keep going with me here. I think it's all going to become crystal clear in a second or two. Let's start here. Right now, as I already described, everybody's making movies. But the opposite of that is the world's so fragmented that nobody these days is going to the video stores to find a movie. And that means that, you know, they're doing some other things. Like they're spread out all across the earth. And they're looking at their phone and their computer screens and their tablets, all of these things, so that they can get content. They're not going to know anything about your movie unless somebody reaches out to them and says, hey, um, in this example, let's say you made a movie about purple pine cones. Somebody reaches out and they're like, hey, I see you love movies about purple pine cones. Have you heard of, you know, and you can insert your movie there, but... These purple pine cone loving enthusiasts, what they do next is they're going to check out your movie website. And on your movie website, they're going to watch the trailer. And assuming they like your movie, they're going to click the buy now button. These people are going to become your customers. And we're not just talking about your current movie, which seems to be the focus. A lot of filmmakers only focus on the movie they're working on now, and and we should focus on that. But we also have to focus on all of the movies that you're going to make between now and your entire career. So here's my question to you. How many people do you have right now on your email list? Not many, right? Wait. Wait. Are you perhaps telling me that you don't even have an email list? Are you telling me that the single most important part of your movie business strategy is totally being ignored? Well, that's just cray-cray. And you might come back to me like a lot of filmmakers do, but Jason, I just want to make movies. Why can't a distributor do all of this stuff? And this is where I laugh out loud, right? Because, yes, it's a great question, and and I think if the world was still 1995, you know, you'd have an answer that made sense. And let's get something straight for top tier distributors. If they come out and they acquire your movie, maybe they'll give you a minimum guarantee or an upfront cash advance. And they're probably also going to promise some sort of P and a fund. now P and a fund that's short for prints and advertising. And what that means is they're going to spend money on advertising to sell more units of your movie. Now they're going to take the money that they spend to sell more, uh, sell more units of your movie. And then they're going to deduct Those expenses from your earnings and in most cases your earnings after expenses in a traditional deal is I'm just gonna let you take a second and think about this Uh, just go ahead and guess it's let's wait for it okay and it's a big fat zero that's right a big fat zero so and thank you mr. distributor um (laughs) the reason for this is pretty simple most movie distributors what they're doing is they're spending themselves super thin to sell multiple movies. So that means that your movie, or rather your baby, is its just sitting there. It's in some catalog right now with a whole bunch of other movies, and they're all competing for attention. And in a lot of cases, your movie's getting lost in that catalog, and it's collecting dust. This is why you hear a lot of filmmakers say, Hey, I gave my movie to this distributor, and I haven't heard anything for months. It's because it's in a catalog, they're going through the whole thing, and believe me, your movie is not their primary objective. Um, And this is one of the things that movie distributors don't want you to know. Outside of selling to foreign territories, which still has a lot of potential, at least for a little while, um, without video stores, much of your movie selling opportunity is actually going to come from video-on-demand platforms. And there's a bunch of different types of EOD. I cover these in a lot more detail in my professional distribution guide, and I'll tell you about it in a little bit. But for now, you just got to know this. Just because a distributor comes along and promises to get your movie into a popular video-on-demand platform, this does not guarantee the success of your movie. In fact, many movie distributors and video-on-demand aggregators, what they're going to do is they're going to come along and they're going to say things like, I can get your movie into this fantastic VOD platform. Your response when you're an educated filmmaker should be exactly this. That's great, Mr. Distributor, but how are you going to market my movie? And the typical response to that question, and I want you to listen for it next time you ask it, is... I know the guy at this fantastic VOD platform and he can get you special placement. Now to most underinformed first-time feature filmmakers or Venom filmmakers that are getting into video on demand for the first time, when you hear this kind of thing it sounds fantastic. You're going to get special placement. The word special is used an awful lot. and. What it does to you psychologically is somebody else comes along, they're validating you as a filmmaker, they're promising to solve your marketing problem because it sounds great to say that they're going to get you a special placement that's going to solve some problems and somebody else is going to make you rich and successful so you can live out your filmmaking dreams and desires. Sounds awesome, right? But here's the big secret, and once again, it's one of these secrets movie distributors do not want you to know at all. And I have a whole lot of these uh, secrets. I talk about them more in my distribution guide. But um, getting your movie special placement in popular video on demand platforms. It is the same exact pitch that every movie distributor uses. Uh, Go to the American film market or one of the film markets out there, and if somebody in the acquisition side is even remotely interested in your movie, you're going to hear the word special placement on VOD platform quite a bit. Everybody's using it, and I'm totally serious here. And on top of that, there's – and this is the thing that they don't tell you – there's only limited space on these special placement web pages – You know, they're only going to feature so many movies, which means there's literally, and there just can't be mathematically, there's not enough space for it. There is literally no guarantee that your movie is ever actually going to get special placement. But again, when you hear these things, it sounds good. And, And from a movie acquisition side, it sounds really good to say. And let's get something else straight. To the movie distributor's credit, if they do get special placement, they're probably going to move quite a few more units than they would have otherwise, and that ultimately helps them too. But as a filmmaker, when all roads are leading your movie to the exact same video on demand platform destination, if you go with the promise that sounds the best, you know, you might feel good for a little while, but you're going to understand some things very shortly. And here's the kicker. The way many movie distributors determine which movies are actually worth acquiring, it's not totally based on whether or not your movie's good. Um, and I want to get this straight. Everybody wants to see a good movie. Nobody wants to sit around and spend two hours of their life watching a bad movie. So so that's a given. That's That's pretty obvious. But... Good movies doesn't always translate to success. And when I was at my last company, I, I just my question for you is, do you have any idea what we look for? Um, check this out. So what we looked for when we went out to acquire a movie, some of the questions we would ask ourselves internally is, how many Twitter followers does the cast and crew have? How large is the Facebook following? Are the filmmakers actually active in the engagement? Are they are they out there promoting? Are they hustling? And what size, what is the size of the filmmaker's email list? There's that email list again, right? In other words, we were asking ourselves how large is the filmmaker's audience? And this is where you gotta start thinking. I'm gonna give you a second to think about what I'm saying here. Wait for it you should be saying WTF because what I just described to you is this, and and you should be asking me this question. Wait, Jason, are you saying that filmmakers spend years growing an audience just so a distributor can capitalize on their efforts? Yes, that is exactly what I am saying. In other words, if you already have an audience of 10,000 raving fans, what that represents to the distributor is a much lower risk on the acquisition side. All the distributor has to do is pay a few thousand dollars, and that money covers video on demand encoding, it helps you get some closed captions, and it pays for the actual delivery to the platforms via the encoding house. Often, the aggregator, and this is where it gets really interesting, the aggregator will ask you to cover those expenses. And they're going to also get to make sure that you get some errors and in emissions insurance. Um, and what it means from a business perspective is the distributor literally has zero risk and 100% reward. Zero risk and all reward because you've paid for all the encoding and delivery costs. Can you imagine that? Zero risk and all reward. And then here and and it just blows my mind. Then, what the distributor does is they take anywhere from fifteen to thirty percent of more um, of the of the percentage of income that you're getting from your movie from the platforms, and this is after the platform takes anywhere from thirty to fifty percent just to be on the platform. So <laughs> you should be saying to yourself, "Wow, something sounds a little bit goofy here, and you're absolutely right, you know? And here's another shocking surprise. <laughs> Once your movie goes live, the distributor is going to turn around. They're going to circle back with you, and they are going to ask you to email your list. They're going to ask you to promote your movie. And I, I just, I really want you to imagine what I'm telling you here, because this is, this should be mine. This, this blows my mind, and what, what it, and and it, and it still surprises me to this day that more filmmakers aren't outraged over all of this. All these distributors did was deliver your movie to the platform. Maybe they pitched your movie and, they, and maybe they got you a special placement. Okay, but maybe they didn't. And regardless, ultimately, most of the unit sales are going to come from your audience. And this distributor, they're going to get all of the benefit. So can you understand what's happening here? Do you understand why it's essential that you, starting today, apply some effort to building your audience? Now, some of you may already have a movie where this is incredibly applicable, and some of you are just thinking about your next movie, and you're like, well, I'm going to make a movie. What should I start with? Well, in all your downtime between all the other creative stuff, you need to be thinking about building a ginormous audience around your title, not just for this movie, but all movies moving forward. This is your starting point, and it absolutely starts today. And here's a question you need to be asking yourself constantly. If you already take the time to build an audience, why wouldn't you just sell your movie directly to your audience? I know a lot of this can be confusing for a lot of filmmakers, and and for a lot of you, it's new. So here's my question to you. What if you had an easy-to-follow system to guide you where you could utilize step-by-step take you um, through a process where you can start selling your movie ASAP so you can make money and move on to your next project. You can get the inside scoop. You'll discover how to market your movie for maximum profit so you can cut out the middleman and put that money in your own pocket, which is where where it deserves to be, and increase your sales potential. What if you could utilize proven techniques to gain a fan following, giving yourself the opportunity to become a filmmaking rock star and project revenues on your next projects moving forward? Now you can. I'm introducing you to the Independent Movie Producer's Guide to Digital Distribution. And in this guide, what you get is a step-by-step action guide, you get a movie marketing workbook, which is also a step-by-step system to get your movie seen and selling, all sorts of MP3 audio that you can listen to um, wherever you're at, and you have a sell your movie online course that will, in very small bite-sized chunks, take you from point A to point B. If you're interested in finding out more about this, visit us at HowToSellYourMovie.com. Once again, HowToSellYourMovie.com, and we'll see you on the other side.